Sis, they're lying to us. We don't know shit. Hey, hey, y'all. It's your girl, Joycey Love. Thanks for tuning into She Flows, A Journey into the Spiritual. This podcast was created as a space for me to explore my journey of enlightenment and invite a community where we can dive deep together. We will be exploring all things spiritual and the deeper connection to the divine. Thanks for taking the time to listen, and I hope you enjoy. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of She Flows. So today's episode is going to um, explore something that I have recently kind of had um, a 180 slash 360 moment with, and um, I'm really excited to share it because I think it can help bring some light to the intersection between you know, the spiritual journey that a lot of us are on, just understanding ourselves better, understanding humanity and how shit works and connecting it to things that we see just on a daily basis um, as people going through life. So today I will be talking about diversity, equity and inclusion and um, that whole sort of environment and how I see a very strong correlation to the practice and spirituality, um, what it means to be connected to the divine, what it means to be connected to the wholeness of the one. And it's so interesting because when I first started the spiritual journey, maybe like nine months ago now, I um, prior to then, I was really involved in a lot of like DEI practices. I was like very much um, an advocate in different ways on campus. I spent a lot of time getting involved in like internships, jobs, organizations that were centered around um, encouraging diversity, encouraging equity and inclusivity within spaces. And I don't know, once I started my spiritual journey, I kind of shifted away from it a little bit, not for any particular reason. It just was not resonating with me very much. And I remember when I first started my spiritual practice and like, I was just so excited. I was eating everything up, man. I was like, this shit's so cool. I'm so excited. Like, I really feel like this is, this is something that's been waiting on me to like be ready and open to. And like, I'm having such a fun time exploring. Um, And I remember telling myself, like, I would really love it if I could, like, have a job where I could do this, like, all the time. Like, just being able to do, I don't even know what that would look like. I wasn't even thinking in regards of, like, card readings or, like, Akashic record readings or anything like that. I was just like, I wish I could do this, like, all the time and, like, have this conversation often. And little did I know in that, like, me trying to incorporate um, spirituality into my daily life was already right in front of me. And like, I just recently had this connection, um, how the principles, overall, the mission of diversity and equity inclusion practices is about oneness and the level of acceptance we have for one another. 
when I think of DEI, I now think of oneness. And it's just so interesting how that has kind of come full circle for me. And oh, it's just so interesting. Like, for instance, when you take people who identify as transgender, I think society up until this point has always struggled with understanding what is a man and what is a woman. And ultimately, I think we're beginning to move in the direction of one can embody these traits without being like limited to their definitions. Like I think we're always, our souls are always seeking a balance of the two. And I think there's a lot of power in that and realizing that because you are everything and because of divine balance, you can embody masculine and feminine traits. And that, and in fact, like you balancing that embodiment is what allows you to be more you than ever, (laughs) which is like kind of interesting to think about because I don't think society has gotten to a point where we really talk about things in that way. I think there's so much power in realizing that you are everything and therefore you can be anything like it's like think about it even now with the kids that we're raising now we ask them what do you want to be when you grow up like and we always respond back with like you can be anything you want to there's no limitations like girl no wonder this generation is actually like exploring this like we were literally children um being raised up in this manner of constantly hearing what do you want to be what do you want to be what do you want to be who are you and it gave us a chance to be like what am i really Like, this is an opportunity to take chances and be brave. And it's so unfortunate that, like, people who are brave enough to actually, like, be themselves and explore what that means for them are often beaten down and discriminated against and told to conform to what society expects them to be. I think it's really interesting that, like, now in this day and age, I don't know if you've, like, y'all have heard this, but, like, men in particular, I've been hearing it a lot from, like, Black men in particular, that they feel as though their masculinity is being tampered with or like messed with. And in some way, it probably is. Like, I'm not going to lie. Probably in some capacity, like those in control are like trying to tamper with something involving men and like their strength and testosterone levels and like stuff like that. But it just made me wonder like, you know, everything happens for a reason. There's always like a bigger picture and a bigger mission. So, what if like this whole masculinity kind of, I don't know, in this way now, what if it's not particularly malicious, right? Like hyper-masculinity, if you think about it, has ruled our governments, our homes, our societal standards for centuries. Like it has been around and it has been doing its job and it's been doing it really fucking well, making us run on this fucking hamster rabbit wheel and go, go, go. And we got to go get it. And we got to be on our shit and fuck emotions. And it's all about logic and science. Like (laughs) maybe just maybe, maybe the collective consciousness is just ready to experience something new. Like maybe it's time for us to bring a balance back. We have been ruled by masculinity for a very long time. The way that we've been ruled by it has been productive, but it's also been destructive. And I think it's time for a collective conscious, you know, to be able to kind of play with the thought of what makes a man a man and what makes a woman a woman what it means to be masculine or feminine. Like, I think we're really in the infancy stages of this thought and like we're barely scratching the surface. 
Um, because at the end of the day, you can embody the masculine and feminine because you are both like both of those things are necessary for your not just survival, but experience on earth in the most um, beautiful ways. And I think because of the fact that like this idea of fluidity is it's kind of new to our society over the last century. Um, and when I say new, I mean like more so like within media and like the widespread viewing of like queer couples and those who identify as transgender and like just really seeing it. I'm not going to say in your face, but it's, it's prevalent. Like everybody is aware of it. And I think it's interesting for us to explore this kind of so loudly and publicly because um, I think it really challenges a lot of us who stick to the societal norms, those who feel stuck, right? Like, it's interesting. We'll put these boxes and labels on ourselves in order to try to understand who we are, to understand like, okay, who is Joycey? Like, like, who is she really? Like, I'm trying to figure this out. I'm trying to understand where she's come from, where she's going, what she feels, what she thinks. And like, I think sometimes once we feel like we have a good handle on that, we box ourselves in. We place limitations on like who we are because we're like, okay, I've already decided who I who I am, who I want to be. Like, let's focus on making it happen. And like oftentimes when we don't live in the present and truly honor what we feel, we, we sometimes look up and realize like this doesn't resonate with me anymore. Like, dang, now I need to go figure out who I am again. But it sends you on like this whole loophole because you didn't necessarily give yourself the space to live outside of limitations, to truly be like, what do I need in this moment right now? You know what I mean? And yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting. I really do think that we're just in a stage of trying to explore something new as a society. Like being hyper-masculine has caused so much trauma and pain for centuries. And maybe the stage of humanity is meant to begin to like heal that trauma. And that can only come by taking a step back and looking at it from a new perspective. And that new perspective is the feminine. Um, I do believe that we're shifting in a period of divine femininity where we get to openly explore what it means to be feminine. And that's what I mean when I say like, it's so new because we can do this like via media and like widespread, like openly explore this as a society um, and what it means to be a woman and what sort of power that holds because again we haven't had the full opportunity to explore that as women for a very long time and maybe it's just maybe now is the time to do that and in the midst of us exploring our femininity it allows us to reconnect to our emotions and acknowledge the darkness or the things that are that are causing us trauma so that we can actually release it and like achieve our full potential And a part of that process is learning to release shame and guilt and the pain that was caused to our feminine selves and actually opening up to what it looks like to embracing that part of ourselves openly. And I just kind of want to like give, um, I guess, a note on this. Like that doesn't necessarily mean to say that what um, like what men are saying about their masculinity feeling like it's being stripped from them. I'm not necessarily like that's okay to feel like because at the end of the day, it's all about balance, right? But I will say, I think 
I'm more so trying to look at it like big picture wise. Like, you know what I mean? When you take a step back and you look at how things have been for so long and how much hurt and pain that's caused, like taking a step back and be like, maybe we need to try something new. And this is the something new. Us exploring masculinity and femininity and like being able to truly embrace what it means to be anything that you want to be. Like, I think it's necessary now. And as I mentioned, like we are very much in the beginning stages of this and that's okay. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, I think I'm learning that it's all about balance and trying to figure out what that quote unquote happy medium is. And I think over time, we're always going to kind of bounce between the two because um, that's just kind of how we work, right? Like sometimes we'll be in X, Y, and Z season for this reason, and then we'll shift over to this one. And that's just kind of the beauty of life. Um, But in this case now, it is exploring the feminine since we're all very familiar with what the masculine looks like. Like we we very much know what the masculine looks like. That's That's been the norm. So I think it's time. When... You put into perspective history, right? Like we have generations upon generations of burnout being leaked into this current time. Like that shit is in our DNA. We're tired. Our ancestors, our parents, our grandparents, they work their fucking asses off, bro. And I think for the first time in a long time, our bodies are like, Give me rest. And that's why we see so many people not wanting to work. People are healing. People are picking up therapy. People people are changing and, and, and honoring this pain that they feel so they can actually feel it and move on from it. And I think it's a collective thing happening right now. I really do. It's a privilege, I think, to honor that we have the opportunity to do that in this lifetime. And I really do believe people are beginning to take full advantage of that. It's interesting to see how the pandemic really propelled us into um, isolation. And that isolation is what pushed us into having to deal with a bunch of shit. Like we didn't have any more distractions outside of ourselves. It was just us. And you had to, you had to go talk to you. And you was sitting there and you was like, girl, I'm sad. And you're like, bitch, I know. That's why I didn't want to talk to you because you're going to make me sad. She's like, but bitch, I'm sad. So can we figure this out? (laughs) That's really what the pandemic did. And I'm so thankful, honestly. I think this is a beautiful, beautiful stage of humanity, of existence that we're going through. And I honestly feel honored to be able to have this. You know what I mean? I think in the midst of us like accepting this this journey of femininity that's kind of sweeping over this time. I think it's interesting that like we think we need to be accepted in order to be our truest selves. And yeah, of course, it's nice to be accepted. Like we live in a world, we live in this world together. Like why not opt for a pleasurable and enjoyable experience, right? And and in that, like oftentimes the easier route is to do things that will be easily accepted in society because going against the norm is what, you know, causes resistance and people disagreeing with you and you feeling like you have to defend yourself and all that shit. But Like once we really start to really start to accept the fact that 
the truth is the only person who needs to accept you is you. Like, mind you, I don't think that takes away from my responsibility, like to be cohabitants of this earth together. Like we have to learn how to work, how to work together. We have to learn how to grow and support one another. But that doesn't like us accepting that like, okay, I'm the only person who needs to love me. I'm the only person who needs to like what I do. I'm the only person who's responsible for my happiness. Like that doesn't mean go off and be like, fuck the world. Like none of y'all matter. <laughs> like let's, let's still do this together. <laughs> let's still try to figure this out together. But <laughs> um, I kind of think that's exactly where diversity, equity, inclusion practices meet spirituality, right? Like it just baffles me when I think about like, why does someone living in their truth make you so uncomfortable and mad? Why? Because you don't have the courage to do that shit. That's why you think things are supposed to look a certain way, fit a certain box in order to be accepted. And that's what we've told ourselves for so fucking long. And when finally someone's like, actually, I don't conform to that. That shit don't work for me. You mad. You uncomfortable. Your skin's crawling, baby. (laughs) Like, let's talk about it. I don't know if we can understand that we are all a piece of the whole. And we're experiencing life in our own ways to contribute to the collective universal mind. Why do people who why why do people who make you feel uncomfortable not fit the cut to be included in that oneness? Like, ah, oh, I can't help but um bring this up, but I had a friend who, mind you, so enlightens, like his mind is just so, so ugh, out of this world, literally. But he was like oh you know like people who are queer or whatever like they're not necessarily contribute to the betterment of our lives and that shit rubbed me the wrong fucking way because I'm like for someone who is so enlightened how can we forget that every single experience and every single life is contributing to something for us to learn together and why do we why are we so quick to cut them out you know it's like having a piece of cake and cutting up that hoe, right? Cutting up in pieces, thinking, and, and after you cut them up, you sit there and you think that every single piece is separate from each other. Like you completely separate that piece of cake away from the whole. And yeah, each piece is a little different. Each piece has its own characteristic, but it still came from one whole cake. It's the same cake. You just cut it up. Like that's literally, that's how I would describe us as humans. That's what, how I would describe our experience. And I think DEI is saying, yeah, we're all diverse. And that's a great thing. Diversity benefits businesses and organizations and like policies and like having just different perspectives to help contribute. And and spirituality is really similar in that way. It just kind of takes the extra step and saying like, we are all diverse and that's beautiful. And yet we are all a piece of the whole. And because we are a piece of the whole, each of us carries a piece of the truth. And if you see someone who's a piece of you, why not fucking respect them? Why not give them the rights that they deserve to live this life however they so choose? Why are they excluded? Ugh, drives me fucking crazy, but it goes to show that DEI is definitely a place for me to be. <laughs> like, it just, now that I can see this as a bigger piece, I can really start to see that this has always been something that I've been pulled to. Ugh, I think difference is so 
beautiful and it's because of difference that we're able to grow and evolve. And honestly, shout out to everybody contributing to this work um, on a DEI scale. Like I think it's not only important, but it's necessary for the generations to come because DEI is literally just the framework. It's the base of saying, I fucking respect you because you exist. And like, let's create a level playing field so that we can all be the best versions of ourselves and not live with limitations. And spirituality saying, hell yeah, bitch, because I'm you and you me and we us together. (laughs) I do think that we are approaching a new order of existence. And instead of fighting it, I honestly would challenge you to kind of just go with the flow. And see what it brings. See what you can learn. Like, at the end of the day, change can be challenging to catch on to at first. But I do hope that you release your resistance a little bit and just see what this era, what this new time is trying to bring us. It's trying to teach us what what it can teach you. Um. So with that, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed. Please feel free to send to a friend if you feel like they I got something in here that they would want to hear. Um, but anyway, thank you so much for being here with me. And until next time. so much for tuning into she flows a journey into the spiritual if you enjoyed this episode please feel encouraged to share with a friend and maybe even write a review for your girl donations babe donations are greatly appreciated so please check out the description for more details if you'd like to stay up to speed with new weekly episodes feel free to subscribe and follow my instagram at she flows journey until next time